Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the evening service. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. Today's reading is from 1 Corinthians 15 verses 49 to 58. And just as we have borne the image of the earthly man so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Lydia, thanks so much. Many thanks to Rachel for that wonderful animation and to the band as well for bringing uh, to life for us uh, very movingly the depths of Jesus' love. And also thank you to every single person uh, from the church family who's been working so hard over the last week to enable uh, all uh, that's been happening over this Easter season to happen. Thank you for using your gifts. Well, on this Easter Sunday, those words that Lydia read for us, they're a wonderful reminder of the hope that all of us who follow Jesus have both today and every day. 1 Corinthians 15, just a glorious chapter of the Bible, all about Jesus' physical resurrection from the dead at that first Easter and and all that that means, the life-changing things that means for us. That chapter contains the claim, as indeed the whole New Testament does, that, that Jesus rose again that first Easter physically from the dead. And that he died and rose again. And those things are, are inseparable, integral to our faith. Without them, our faith falls apart. And they are things that over 500 people, uh, we're told at the beginning of the chapter, saw with their own eyes. People who were still alive at the time that Paul had written. People who could verify what they'd seen. If you're here this evening as someone who, who maybe you're here just because it's a big event, Easter, and you've kind of got questions and you'd love to explore them more. If that is you, um, that course that Elliot mentioned, Hope Explored, will be for you uh, after uh, Easter in May time. 
you're so welcome to that. Just get in touch, and we'd love to have you there. Um, this book is also um, over there by those pillars, a whole bunch of free copies of that. We would love you to take a free one as a gift uh, to explore the meaning of Easter, uh, all the life-changing things that Jesus' death and resurrection do for us. Well, that, that chapter basically shows us, 1 Corinthians 15, that, that one day all who trust in Jesus are going to have gloriously new bodies, new bodies, new minds, in a wonderful new creation. And uh, those are, are glorious realities. We explore them in a bit more detail. This time last year, do catch up uh, on those sermons from the morning a year ago. But this evening, I just want very briefly to uh, uh, talk about one other aspect of the resurrection, uh, one other aspect of, of the life change that Jesus brings through the resurrection. And it's going to be about prayer. And indeed, the rest of our time together is going to be uh, an opportunity to, to press into different ways of praying together. I'll explain a bit more about those in a moment, but we're going to do things diff- a bit differently and have an opportunity to move around the building and pray in different ways. So let me just read some other words. This is from Paul's next letter to the Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 8, uh, 8 and 9. Paul writes, We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles we experience in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt we had received the sentence of death. But this happened, that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God, who raises the dead. And just before that, Paul speaks of the comfort he's experienced from God and He does that so that he can share that comfort with others. And one aspect of the comfort he received from God was was confidence to pray in the midst of very difficult situations. Paul says he's experienced some kind of deep trouble. We don't know what it was, something in Asia. Um, Whatever the circumstances, they were so bad that Paul, Paul says he couldn't endure them on his own. In fact, he was despairing of life itself. He felt he'd received the sentence of death. And yet in that situation, here's the punchline. This happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Paul's saying that his deeply painful experiences had caused him to rely on a God who can raise the dead. He knew that God had the power to work in his life because God had raised the Lord Jesus from the dead that first Easter. And so... He knew that God was powerful to work in situations that for him seemed impossible. And so he didn't rely on himself. He relied on God, the God of resurrection power. Now, that's been my experience as well. I'm sure it has been for many of us that that there are times when we feel completely at the end of ourselves. And while I'm often not quick to learn the lesson... God has often used those times for me to to make me rely on him more, and maybe he's done that in your life as well. So as we come together this evening, as we pray, we can pray with the confidence that we have a God who raises the dead. He's the God who, who raised Jesus from the dead, and so he can take what seems to us impossible and transform impossible situations by his power. And that means tonight, if you are in a place where you're feeling a bit like Paul, deeply troubled, and maybe even despairing of life itself, 
But whatever kind of trouble, we can speak to God with confidence, knowing that he's powerful. And whatever situation it is, maybe there are situations in your life, they might not feel quite like that, but they just might seem almost out of the reach of God, impossible to him. Well, God can take those situations and turn them around because he's a God of resurrection power. And that means tonight we can pray boldly to this God. We can pray boldly tonight, we can pray boldly at all times for our own lives, for the lives of those around us, for our wider community, indeed for our whole world and nation. So that's what we're going to do now. As Elliot mentioned, we're going to have some some time for extended prayer. And the way this is going to work is there'll be about 25 minutes or so for this. um, And... Uh, There'll be various different stations. I'll explain um, those in just a moment. And really grateful to Alison, who leads the prayer ministry team, and to a number of members of the team who are helping us with that this evening. What we've tried to do is to have a range of of options for how to pray, uh, different ways that we can pray boldly to this God who raises the dead. So uh, each of these zones are going to be led by a couple of people who are just going to help us through that. And the idea is that you can go to to any or all of these that you, that you like over the next uh, bit block of time. So you could spend a, a chunk of time in one or two of them or just move from, from zone to zone for a few minutes in each, uh, however you feel led. So I'll recap all of this in a moment, but just so we know the different areas. So over there, the chairs in the socially distanced area, there's going to be a chance to pray for a revival. Um, and also to be led in a few different intercessions. So there'll be people there who will have some different ideas for prayer for us, for revival and for intercessions for our world. So we can, we can pray for that. Um, you can just drop into that and join whatever prayer's going on at whatever point. Um, over uh, here, by this door, there'll be a chance to uh, try a bit of praying out loud. Conscious, we're very conscious that praying out loud in church can sometimes feel, feel hard in a group. Um, if you kind of feel, oh, will people be listening to my words, what words I use, and all of that kind of stuff. And actually, we really all want to grow in praying together. So if you feel you would like to grow in your confidence in praying out loud, that will be led uh, just sensitively and gently, uh, an encouragement to, to pray in that way. Uh, over behind me in the chancel area, Stu is going to lead a time of song, uh, and we'll just be singing spontaneously whatever the Holy Spirit puts on our hearts Uh, to sing in that time. Again, you can drop in and out of that uh, as with any of the zones as you'd like. Uh, Over here, Elliot's created a brilliant zone for us. um, So we can write down testimonies of answered prayers, other ways that God's been at work in our lives and stick them up on on the board of testimony there just as a way for all of us to be able to go past and be encouraged by those. Um, Elliot's also put some candles out uh, that we can use. Uh, There might be situations that feel dark to us, difficult in our lives, Um, And we can light a candle just uh, as an opportunity to silently pray uh, that the God uh, who brings light out of darkness would bring light into those situations. All through that time, uh, my wife Claire and I will be over in the prayer ministry uh, area by the font there with the banner. Uh, Very happy to pray with anyone confidentially about anything uh, that you might have on your hearts. It could be burdens that you're carrying, uh, but it could also be things that you're just wanting to give thanks for with someone else or anything that comes up indeed during this next time of prayer that you want to to pray with others about. Uh, Lastly, if you are uh, kind of in a place where uh, 
um, for part or even all of the time, you, you, you don't want to do any of that, that's totally fine. Uh, we are going to encourage the, just the middle area, the seating area, if you could leave that free, um, unless you want to be sat here and just reading, um, maybe, maybe you could read 1 Corinthians 15 uh, that we were reading or read back through uh, John 18 and 19 that we've been journeying through our morning services or just take some time for silent prayer. Great, so let me just remind us of those things and then I'll pray for us. Uh, we'll have all of that time uh, to go as we feel led and then at the end of that time, Elliot's going to bring us all back together uh, for a couple of final songs and to take the Lord's Supper together to share bread and wine together united in Christ. Uh, so, uh, social distance area for intercessions and prayer for revival. Uh, over here for praying out loud, growing in confidence of that. Over there for uh, those different uh, physical forms of engaging with prayer. Uh, uh, prayer ministry over there. Um, I think I've said everything. Oh, and the chancel area for uh, being led um, by the Holy Spirit in uh, singing what we want to sing. Last thing to say is that we recognize as we do this, uh, we're not presuming on God, and God is still good. However he answers our prayers, uh, he still loves us just as much, however he answers our prayers. We know that because he sent his son that first Easter. So it might be that we pray for things that are really big in our hearts, and God doesn't answer as, we, as we've hoped that he will. And God is still good, and still God in those situations. He often answers differently than the way we might have asked. But we also want to pray boldly. We don't want to presume that he will act in particular ways, but we don't want to presume he won't. And so we can pray boldly to this God who raises the dead. So I'm going to lead us in a prayer, and then those zones will be open. The live stream will finish. Uh, so at that point, if you've been watching online, that might be an opportunity to pray at home for uh, any of the things that we've mentioned we'll be praying for, for perhaps for revival uh, or for other things that you're carrying on your hearts. Let me pray for us. Father in heaven, we praise you that you... Uh, often teach us. You bring us to the end of ourselves uh, through situations, through circumstances. Uh, and you do that so that we might not rely on ourselves, but on you, the God who raises the dead. We praise you that that first Easter, you gloriously raised your son from the dead and that all our hopes are banked in him. And uh, we praise you that we can pray to you confidently this evening. Uh, whatever we want to bring to you, I pray we would not think that anything is off limits to bring to you this evening. Uh, that we would do that confidently, knowing that you're a God who hears, a God who answers prayer, a God who can do immeasurably more than all we might ask or imagine or even dream of. And so we pray in that confidence you would enable us to pray this evening. Lord, we believe, help our unbelief, enable us to pray and to enjoy this encounter with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you. Have a wonderful week.